Welcome to Look Who's Talking, episode 128. Let's get you ready for week five in the NFL. If you survive, good for you. The Packers almost got Billy Bede. Chiefs are back. Good time to buy stock on the Bucks and the best win of Josh Allen's career. How about Vaughn Farvin Miller? Let's go. Freestyle. Welcome to Look Who's Talking, and welcome back to Look Who's Talking. If you're a Look Who's Talker for all 128 episodes, thank you. And welcome back. Let's get you ready for week five of the NFL. We're going to reflect on week four a little bit, where we went wrong, where we went right, and how we survived. We got Huck back from Italy, Forza Titani. Ever since he said that, they haven't lost. Welcome back, buddy. We're glad you're back, you and your twisting mustache. As always, joined by my buddy, Weird Mike. Everyone's got a weird friend. Mine bets on football games. Pretty darn good at it. He's got a smash and a sprinkle coming at you in a little bit. I got six U picks for you. We had our first winning week. Thank Farvin God. Three, two, and one last week. And our super ticket hit. 50 bucks to win 1,400. Let's go. I'm going to explain the significance of super tickets. It's not just a crazy-ass prop parlay. It's taking advantage of all the options we have now in 2022. How about the Bills coming back to beat the Ravens? And a whole lot more. We talked about this in Survivor last week. Uh, there were some trap games and some non-trap games. Looks like the Cemetery crew and Weird Mike got caught up in one. I survived with the Chargers. I think Huck Daddy's done. Uh, how did you do? Let us know. Wherever you're listening, ni hao, previet, hola, bonjour, guten tag, and... Vana come. Woo! That's Weird Mike's beautiful voice. We are the fastest growing Canadian gambling podcast in a place where it's now legal. No longer moonshiners in the woods. It's all over Main Street. Here we go. Weird Mike, how the hell are you? Steady grinding. Ready for 128. I just texted the Sri Lankans. As I was saying, Vonicum. That was uh, unusual timing. A delayed throw. Uh, almost tripped me up there. I almost texted Vonicum. <laughs> um, that, that can get you kicked out of the poker game real quick. Yeah. Well, I'll Especially tell you where with emojis. I uh, big emoji guy. We already know that. Yeah. I uh, I Vonicum all over the Detroit Lions. Forty-five points at home to a West Coast team at ten a.m. In a sleepy Ford field? What the hell? That was a chance to seize their season. Just another Detroit Lions. Anyway, 45 points at home. It's tough to hate the pick. I mean, third and 16. This guy broke it to the house twice. Survivor jitters. Green Bay went through. Thank God we all saw that at the gun. But... um Little Ready for week for, five. Little translation for everybody. Weird Mike and his crew had two survivor picks left in their survivor team squadron attempting to win this pool. Two picks left. One of them was Green Bay. One of them was Detroit. And one of them's bye-bye. Yeah, you said that, Jeff, before I went into slang mode. I didn't go, ex- I didn't go exact. I didn't you, say. I just you, said you trap s- games. <laughs> anyway, 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 you slice it. There's one tombstone less in the pile. If you will, for those of you chasing that 300k, Huckster failed to survive in the Mediterranean. I'm sure the spectacular scenery, both food, women, and nature, 
What was your favorite part, buddy? Favorite part had to be the food. Had to be eating, yeah. eating real good for two weeks there. But foot, yeah, foot in a couple survivor, days. Survivor, I got boned by the Chiefs <laughs> in week three. What happened? They Took lost the, to the Chiefs. Colts. Chiefs over the Colts. Yeah. What the fuck? I know that got me a couple years ago. Fucking fucking Colts. I don't. Uh... It was out. It was, the episode wasn't out. You were in transit. You missed the warning, Huckster. I delivered the warning. I didn't want you to do it. Um, we'll chalk it up to the heavy carb load on the Italian Isles. A couple extra hours sleep, no doubt. You've been more than me. Eh? You said that's your second time? That is my second time. I went with my family when I was like 14, 15. Quality stuff. Young Huck, the young buck. Huh? How about that? All right. Well, uh, anyway, if you survived in your survivor pool, congrats. We're going to talk about that a little bit uh, to keep on surviving. Also, for uh, shout out to my boy, Craig Waits, a.k.a. my son, who's really excited about uh, all the, you know, the survivor pools that start up now for everybody who's been eliminated already early on. A lot of pools start up a second one for everybody. You want so, in? You guys uh, want to do it? The same guy, Survivor Week 5. Hux, are you in? No, same I'm rules. Out. I'm out. I did not survive. Don't deserve it. There'll be uh <laughs> there'll still be a hundred K up for grabs. I'm focusing on on the one oh, that's you, got you, five. You, yeah. yeah. I'm zoned in. You're locked in. And I got good teams left. How I'm many taking, how many people left? There's five hundred people left if Green Bay had lost to the Patriots, which was yeah. fucking close. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Beyond close. Really close. Beyond close. We would have we would have been down to almost a hundred people. Wow. For a shit ton of money. Yeah. Yeah. Patriots Perfect. get the ball after stopping the, the Packers first in overtime. So all, all they need is a field goal. They get the ball basically at half and then have a very conservative three plays. I think it was three runs this and then didn't what? go for it on fourth and four, fourth and five, just elect to punt someone almost looking to go for the tie field position game, blah, 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 which still would have been fine, but you can't give Aaron Rodgers too many too many it, chances at it, home and overtime. Come on. What it wasn't the punt as I was glued to baby mama's iPad with one foot out the door trying to get home on a <laughs> Sunday night. Here we got the Patriots and the Packers at Lambeau. And um, anyway, it wasn't the punt. The kid, Zappy, our uh, famous Ben Denucci, this guy had the moment. The big crew was there and he did it. He threw two touchdowns in the second half. I was playing well. He was playing well. And the game on the line, all he had to do was make one throw, a 12-yard pass, and they would have given Nick Folk a shot from 56 yards. Done. And he would have sank Weird Mike for a record third time. This time I would not have been so nice in those DMs, let me tell you. All right? Anyway, Bill, this kicked, week, Hugh? He kicked you out of Survivor last year, didn't he? Correct. Nick Folk? Fuck. And kicked us out of Perfect Pools. That's right. Cowboy. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's he was right. Rookie year. It was him, Jeff. That I've been following this guy. Anyway, Bills, Bills. We're going to kickstart the Bills. We're taking them in Survivor this week. What's the I, deal? I, I'm not taking them in Survivor. Wow. I mean, hey, by the way, I was just about to call you stupid. I would like to retract my stupid comment on the record. Here we go. Look who's talking. Amend it. Episode Space Monkey, whatever it was. I called Jeff stupid and I, in turn, 
was the stupid one, folks. Sweating on an iPad, potentially 300K with the cheese heads. And uh, LAC was the play. The Chargers, even though it was close, Houston had the ball. The play was the Chargers. Not the Bengals on Thursday and not Minnesota with a 61-yard double doink. Come on. To save Kirk Cousins bacon, bro. Yo, anyway. A lot of backup quarterbacks emerging here. We talked about this. Remember when you made the Seattle bet on the worst team in the league? Backup quarterbacks drive the worst teams in the league, you know? Hey, newsflash on that bet, folks. Bet365 offered me $76, and I took it and ran, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I took it and ran. That bet has been cashed out. Fair. I like the honesty. Okay. There it is. Don't ask no. me what I put it on. Don't ask what I put it on. May or may not have been virtual Greyhounds. Regardless, <laughs> regardless, the Seattle Seahawks are, uh, are onto something. They became everything Russell wanted them to be. It's like, it's like the movie, it's complicated. They grew apart together, and the second they got apart, they became the person they each needed to be. And now Seattle's not going to win as many games because Geno's not Russell. But they're two and two, and they're going home to a 12th man and a pretty easy schedule. Yep. And total 180. We're at the quarter pole, right, Jeff? We sure are. Quarter pole. Going into week five. Uh, correction. It's not the quarter pole. 17 games this year. So this would Much be like, exactly the quarter pole. Four and a half. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, because if well, it, it was, was week it four, was 16 games, it would be. Yeah, that, that's, so we're kind of in between week four uh, and five. Eight, it's almost uh, perfect. Not the weeks, the games. The games. Well, there is no perfect quarter in, in the numbers. There 17. used to be. There used to be. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Either way, 16. For survival, there used to be 16 games. I, no, I know, but that's what I mean. There's no week. There's no game 4.3, you know? So yeah, I'm here just we reminding, are at I'm basically just the quarter pole. And for Survivor, anyway, I'm looking at the I'm looking at the Vikings. The only thing is the travel coming back from England, but uh, it's good, you know, squeaking one out, and they come home to face the Bears, seven point favorites. Whole world will be on the not the whole world, but like a large chunk will be on the Bills. And uh, so you went. You went. The Vikings you, losing that game. You went the alt line with the Chargers. You didn't ride the green cheese wave. Remember, we were spreading that cheese everywhere last episode. Yes, we were. If you recall, I apologize for the visual to everybody who listened to last episode. By the way, thank you to all of you. <clears throat> Appreciate the feedback. And thanks for the baby cat love on the Sunday mornings. Everybody across the board and across the pond. Um, yeah, I'll be riding the Bills wave. That's a 98.743% getting down on Orchard Park. I thought it was the perfect time to get Kenny Pickett in there if he won that game, but he didn't. But he didn't. But he, he's still obviously the guy. There's hope in Pittsburgh. Sure, sure. But now the guy is going to get double-fisted in Orchard Park, maybe an alt-line Bruin, right? Remember, it's only the second home game, and the first one was at night. This is a rally point. This is different. No, no, no. I don't. Is, right, you've been there. You've seen a Steelers game. Also, there's some Steelers injuries that I'm definitely worried that like should be worrying. TJ Watt sure. out. Cameron Hayward hurt. Minka Fitzpatrick hurt. Hey, guess what? Here's another survivor spoiler. I'll be taking Tommy Boy next week when he double fists our boy Kenny Pickett. 
in Steeltown like he did for two decades as a Patriot. Okay, we talk about Tommy Boy Revenge. There's your next two survivor picks. All right, put a wrap on it. Save seven minutes next week, Huck. You could trim the show down because Weird Mike's hopping on the Steeler fuck train and this kid getting tossed in at the wrong time. If he won the game, there was a chance he threw three interceptions to the Jets. Technically, they were they were like one of them was a punt. The other one was tipped. I mean, give the guy a bit of a break. It was it says three picks on paper. one and a half. Let's call it one and a half. Call it one. One. Yeah. One and a half. Sure. You got to round up. Also very impressed with Zach Wilson, by the way. Jets have a quarterback, yeah. a milf banging quarterback, man. <laughs> this guy can That's a good drive, man. The Jets haven't beat. They beat the Steelers once in like the last 40, 50 years in Pittsburgh. And then they beat them. They beat them Sunday, and they uh, grittied all over them. Come on, a lot of people first, took first uh, back from injury. Shout out to Zach Wilson, the Milf Hunter. <laughs> yeah, so you're you're putting that win on Wilson gets three picks in the second half, and and still Pittsburgh had a chance to win the game. Neither look, neither teams quarterbacking was very good. I think there was like seven interceptions in the game. Mitch threw one too. Oh, but when push right. push came to shove, Zach went ten for twelve on his on his you know in the fourth quarter, the drive he needed to, and he could sling it. So I'd be well, pumped if I was a Jets fan just going forward. If this kid can stay healthy, I, I would be. Well, they're one game back of the division. Fact. Fact. And Miami's dealing with uh, some concussion issues, to say the fucking least. Jesus. Yeah. Independent neurological man fired. Didn't do his job right. Didn't necessarily, he claimed, didn't understand exactly what his job was. Uh, is this guy, is this guy able to play professional football? It's he a got a concussion down. last week. That's your fucking job. It's a lay down. Little backdoor hush money from the owner for pushing it through. He falls on the sword. Storm blows over. Literally, <laughs> literally in South Florida. God bless the rescue effort going on down there. Can't believe they got the Tampa game off on Sunday night. Nailed that smash, everybody. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Biggest backup of the year, Tommy Boy. Now public, rumored here and elsewhere. It is now out there. But um, they're not going to lose again at home. Like, I said they're going to be iffy. They're not going to go 0-8 at the pirate ship, right? This is another another survivor team. We've got Bucks falcons this week. Bucks falcons Division in lead Tampa. on the line in Tampa. So what are the chances? So somebody put a million dollars in front of you, Hugh, and they said the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to lose their first three home games. What are you doing? How much are you putting up against that? Right. Well, here we are against Tampa, uh, Atlanta, who just, you know, only team in the NFL four and all against the spread. How about that? How's that stat for you? How about that? You dirty bird, Maybach, Brooklyn Fucking swinger, fuck. Dirty, the dirtiest birds. You know, it's a good time to buy <laughs> stock. On, it's a good time to buy, to buy stock on the Bucks because all the public just saw them lose. It gets their defense get ripped up by Kansas City on Sunday night football, but they still have the easiest division to win, which means they're going to get have a home playoff game and they'll be pretty healthy for it com- compared to how they are now. Good time to buy stock on the Bucks for futures and stuff like that. Yeah, because uh, they play the Falcons and the Steelers the next two games. 
Yeah. And the chances are probable of them. They got going. two. They got two games against against uh, Baker and the Panthers as well. Oh. Who may have a new coach by? Who might have a new coach by then? Oh, that's who you're blaming. That's who you're blaming this year for just no, no, blaming no, on no, Baker. Not, blame, not blaming anybody. Uh, but that'll probably be that looking like two wins for the Bucks. Either way, like the Bucks, whenever the hell you can bet it this year at like good odds, bet them to win their division and make the Super Bowl representing the NFC if you get good odds because of all the teams, even with the even including the Eagles, like I, there's not one team I'd pick more likely to win their division in the NFC than the Bucks. There you go. There's a home playoff game. I got um, I got a spur of the moment bet for you as we uh, sure circle around to Batty Boy Baker. How about a pick six, a defensive special team score for the Niners, coming off six sacks. Stafford's a big dude, held onto the ball, and knows that team. Like he spite ate a few of those. Like he threw that one to Hafunga because he needed to, right? Baker. And those tiny hands, I'm taking Niners plus whatever <laughs> to get a defensive score against the Panthers. And they're already talking Darnold. People are taking, sending Darnold get well cards. You hearing this? People want Darnold back in the building. It was a pretty <laughs> poor, it was a pretty poor performance on Sunday by Baker. I'll give him that. He was fourth down. He's throwing right into like just throwing right into defensive guys' hands because he's just eyeing down his receivers. Same thing he was doing in Cleveland. I'm telling Interesting. You, they got to put the PJ kid in, man. The XFL guy, he puts asses in seats. You guys, the uh, PJ Walker, PJ Walker, right? Kick the Virginia t- buddy, the guy's a baller and people like him. And I'll tell you who likes him more in Carolina. Everybody. This guy was there before Baker. He'll be there after Baker. Just, just put him in this guy. Always excels with this B-level talent. Anyway, that's enough Panther talk. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> yeah, straight up. Um, oh, we have a winner. We have a winner in our touchdown survivor. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, there was five survivors left. Phil Nolan, longtime look who's talker, longtime beauty. Had Dalvin Cook, no touchdown in the London game. Our boy Steve Morrison. No touchdown for Aaron Jones in the Billy B Lambo Fest overtime, uh, <clears throat> overtime slime for everyone who needed the Packers to lose. Either way, no touchdown for Aaron Jones. Steve Morrison eliminated. Your host here, Jeff Hewlett. I had Devontae Adams in the Raiders must win game, the final part of my super ticket. Woo! Uh, but Devontae, no touchdown. Howie. Alex Harris. Went with Jonathan Taylor. Still had him in touchdown survivor. No fucking bueno. And our winner, our winner, Joey Crepa from Meaford, Ontario. With backup running back for the Detroit Lions. Is it, is it Jamal Williams? What's uh, That is a 1A, Jeffrey. He is not a backup. Well, because, because uh, Swift was hurt. He's 1A. Either way. Guy ran in a long one, and I'm like, that could win five cases of Storyteller Logger right there for our boy Joey. Anyway, I double-checked everything, and we have a winner. Congratulations, Joey Krempa. We will, we will be contacting you on behalf of Storyteller Logger, 
And you got some cases of tall boys coming at you, bro, with some merchandise. Congratulations. Also, we'll be starting up another touchdown survivor uh, next week. Not this week, next week. We're too many contests going on right now. It's fucked up. <laughs> spread survivor. We got four people left. Okay. Spread, spread survivor. We got four people left. You're also going to win four or five cases of storyteller logger. Uh, storyteller Adam, what a fucking beauty. Uh, we were both on a lot of the same games. He, he was on a cruise ship and we both had the Raiders hard. And I think he was trying to FaceTime me from the cruise ship because he lost signal and couldn't watch the game, which also meant our FaceTime connection didn't work. But the Raiders closed it out. Derek Carr put down the Adderall at halftime. Thank you, Derek. Nice win for the Raiders. Anyone with Raiders futures, you fucking needed that. Nobody, uh, you don't think people are going to take KC? Eight-point favorites at home versus the Raiders? I, Survivor? Would, I wouldn't, but I mean, I don't hate gonna the be They're probably going to win that fucking left. game. Like they're really good. <laughs> how many people have five, 520 left? You say, how many take the Chiefs at home? Eight, eight, eight point favorites at home Monday night. 50 people. I think there'll be a bunch of people taking the Bills. And I think anybody who didn't take the Packers will be looking at the Packers, especially if Daniel Ooh. Jones is not playing. Oh, uh, my God. Oh, my God. Huge one. I knew I was excited. Tyrod Taylor <laughs> arrived. <laughs> what did I tell you, Hugh? What did I say? Week uh, seven? It's yeah. early. <laughs> I don't care how he did it, man. You know, I'm, uh, you never root for injury, but there he is. And um, I'll tell you, that London game is going to be tough to beat, man. That was the best London game ever, man. When that guy kicked the 61-yarder that was good from 68, because they got that golf tracker going. Yep. London just looks so happy, man. The cast of Ted Lasso was there. It was just like this Thanksgiving Day moment. And now Packers Giants. That's another huge game for London. Yeah. Huge team, huge city. You know, by the way, there's like almost a million people from New York and London. So, <laughs> the, it's the first London game that's had two teams with a winning record. How fucking crazy is that? There's been like 20. But yeah, really? first time two winning records meeting up Packers and Giants because the Giants. I wonder if there's a show out there that predicted before the season that the Giants would be three and one at exactly this point in the season. Oh, yeah, there was. It was this one. Fucking this guy with big ears right over here. The point at myself because this is a podcast. You guys can't see me. Either way, the New York football Giants are three and one. Saquon Barkley. Yeah, you Leading. like him? Lead. I don't know. It's, it all depends on Daniel Jones. And even then, I fucking hate Daniel Jones. I love the Giants. Why? Why on earth? Did not make guy. my picks. No, okay, so let's go, Giants. You just on the heels of this Tua stuff. Just sit Daniel Jones. He doesn't need to make two flights there and back. Just start Tyrod. Get some CFL guy for an emergency. Honestly, just try and win this with Saquon and special teams. Run the fucking right? Wildcat. Okay, Daniel Jones. Yeah, run the Wildcat. His legs are better than his arm right now. No shit. Like, no shit. I think, and like, I think the yards would prove it. He might have more rushing yards than passing yards and he's not that guy let me tell you i will be reverse spite betting tyrod taylor in london <laughs> as tasty dogs my former favorite team the giants hey remember that everybody former favorite team the giants either way that that spread feels almost perfect so i'm staying away it feels like a seven or eight point spread and uh but it's got fuck soup written all over it london games are weird you got Aaron Rodgers in London. You got the Packers, a small town team in the big metropolis of London. New York might be a little more used to it. 
Not to mention Aaron's just a weird guy. So we'll and, see. And they just played overtime. Five quarters of, you know, all in ball right till the last second against yep. uh, turned out to be a formidable Patriots squad who had a perfect game plan, regardless of who's playing quarterback. I, and I said the game plan exactly yeah. last week. Yeah, I said no, Billy so. B defense, and they're going to run the fucking ball with both the running backs. Also, when you run the ball that much, as you, and just to carry on with your point, that's a lot of work for the defense. So that Packers D's going to, they were overworked in the running game. We'll see. Going to be an interesting matchup, but I'm staying away. But I fucking love London games, especially being on the West Coast right now. You wake up at 6 a.m. and football's on. Isn't and it's that on too early? 6 p.m. Pardon? Yeah, you've 6... never been up at 6 a.m. in your life. Straight up. Yeah. Ask, ask Brooke. I'm up making coffee. <laughs> like, I live, like, wake up, turn the game on, live bet the Saints, like, after the first touchdown. <laughs> Let's go. Cashed out a little early. Just to, I made a little profit when uh, before they scored the touchdown to go ahead. But on the West Coast, literally, you wake up and football's on all day. It's if you it, some people don't like that. I fucking love it. You know so, what I like? It? I like it because the night is free. Yeah, so like you can plan like, hey, honey, or hey, family, let's have dinner at six thirty. Your place, my place, whoever's place, and that's it. No, no, you're absolutely right. We we uh, we would skip the dishes and watch Game of Thrones, House of Dragon, like live at eight. You know, at eight, like whatever, not live, but in our Sunday evening, Sunday evenings, not gone out West. Some people don't like it. They want that time. Fuck it. I'm ready. Let's go. Tell me you got a truth before the picks. What's the deal? Uh, no, no. Truth. Truth can go after the picks. It's just an explanation of uh, how I make my super tickets and how you can make yours and why they're good to make besides just a normal parlay. That's it. But uh you know what? I've just explained it. Why don't I just do it for right now? All right. Yeah, you might have just made a fact just now. That's some real shit. Truth of the week, folks, is that we are in 2022 and options are available to you that weren't available three, four, five, especially six years ago. And in not every single app you use, uh, or whatever, you know, sports app you use, but a lot of them, you're, you can, Basically, take any prop pick from any football game on Sunday morning. They don't let you do it on Saturdays because maybe you have a heads up on injuries and stuff like that. But once kind of the injuries are somewhat set a couple hours before the game, you can make what I call super tickets. Now, basically, it's three or four props picks, uh, possibly paired with just a, a game or two or a total even, whatever you want. And that's the whole point is that parlaying picks while I grew up, uh, you had to parlay point spreads together, or maybe if you, maybe you're in Vegas or something, or you got a good site, you can parlay, uh, you know, spreads with money lines and totals. Uh, you could even parlay in other sports if you want, but you weren't able to just pick individual props from every game on Sunday or Monday and just pair them with anything you want. Literally like a props ticket from the entire Sunday game and not just like the, the, the options that they're giving you, but like, 150 options per game. So all I need to do is pick one or sorry, four or five from, from the entire list on Sunday of we're talking thousands of thousands of possibilities. And because I'm picking my five favorite, that is the intellectual property that I, 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 I can't give you more intellectual property than that. Look who's talkers. Now, again, I'm putting individual bets on most of these 
uh, super ticket bets. So if three of, if I go three for five, I'm still winning a bunch of money, uh, especially because usually two or three of them are going to be what good odds, like Trevor Lawrence to throw two touchdowns, 2.2, uh, George Pickens to get three and a half catches. That's 2.2 and, uh, or plus 220, however you want to call it either way. So make a super ticket of your five favorite things of the entire week. Props, totals. I threw in the Raiders. It was my favorite kind of even money line. And uh, it doesn't become just a stupid parlay anymore. It's, a, it's literally your five hand-picked favorite picks parlayed together. Uh, it feels really not forced compared to the parlays we grew up making. Uh, so where you get to parlay only spreads together or... A same game parlay just from one game. Now I could have Kelsey catches mixed with the Buffalo Bills to score 25 points in the game mixed with Zach Wilson to throw a touchdown. All from separate games, blah, blah, blah. I'm not, I know this is like easy stuff, but there's, I'm just trying to explain why, why do this now? Because we can. And you're getting, you're getting to parlay four or five or three of your favorite things. Also, when you make it same game parlays, you make those two or three crazy ones and you make that one that's like, okay, this is the one that's going to guarantee I make my money back. Yeah, fucking erase the first two and just triple your bet on that safe one. And those are the same game parlays you should be making. Okay? Erase some of those extra touchdowns, get the yards, and uh, away we go. Anyway, that's why I make super tickets. So even if I miss one or two, I had 100 uh, you know, just on Devonta Smith uh, to get his catches or just on George Pickens to get four catches. And then the super ticketed parlay itself just pays for itself with as long as your number one pick hit. And that's it. Make your own super tickets or ride the choo-choo train. I'll be posting them every Sunday at Hughes Talking. Make sure you follow Weird Mike's picks. He's hotter than I am, especially on point spread. At Weird Mike spelled Weird M-I-C. And all 100, sorry, most of the 128 episodes, except for the last two by Space Monkey, uh, brought to you by Huck Media and uh, everyone down there. In the office in Toronto, any media needs, any drone needs, go to huckmedia.com and uh, giddy up. .ca. Fucking .ca. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Tell me, um, Jeff, we got the picks coming up. I will not be taking any totals. I'm off the total train for a little bit, folks. Oh, one and one. I'll quit when I, you know. Lost 40 beans, whatever. <laughs> but uh, back to spreads. Won a lot of money on the last two primetime games. I'm really into primetime. The one o'clock window's proven very difficult. The four o'clock window always has a dud. There's always one dud in that four o'clock window. And the primetime, man, just settle into this coverage. I'm clear. I'm more focused. Usually I do a two-team, one-gamer a spread in one player, usually my go-to. Um, Niners, baby. I know you don't want to talk about it, but I hit it hard on Monday. I can talk about it. Yeah, and I, I went 3-2-1. and one. one of my losses was the Niners, and I'm not picking the Rams over the Niners until the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, he got the only one that it. matters, so, like, I get yep. it. No, but, no, um, it's a constant miss of mine. I usually hit on basically – I'm really good with the Steelers – Really good with the against the Ravens. Pretty damn good with the Chargers because I hate the Chargers. But uh, I miss on the Niners a lot. So I'm staying away from them for a while. 
So they might go on a little run. Everybody in that division, two and two, toughest division, Arizona, snuck back to two and two. So it's basically squash city and nobody's happier than Seattle. Yeah, straight, right? Actually, you know what? I think everybody's kind of happy. Like the Rams are happy that they're not the, behind. The Rams, are not, the Rams are not happy. They. I know, but two and two and not out of it at all. Like two and two, not out of it, but like, uh, like they need what they need. I don't think you can just work on in practice. Like Allen Robinson's not getting separation. You're paying him a lot. And I think he's fooled you. He's not OBJ and you need OBJ back think, when they're double covering Cooper cup. Shout I'm out to Tyler sure. Higby. He's carrying the load right now. I'm not sure how this has slipped by everybody, but we talk Super Bowl hangovers folks. LA is the biggest hangover town on the planet. I've been elsewhere. Nobody's hung over like LA. They hurt. They yearn. They partied hard. They got paid. Stafford's in every commercial I'm watching. Folks, Monday night is on ABC. You need to be watching on your ABC channel. The commercials, Stafford's in every one of them. He's like Peyton. This guy had a busy offseason. He was like Baker. Remember when Baker had the mild success? Yes. And then in Cleveland, everybody signed him up. And then next year, you know, you're, you're watching him suck and he's on every other commercial, right? Mind you, Stafford got the ring, so nobody's really mad at him. I just think there's pieces missing. Like, sure, they're, hey, look, LA Mental hangover. Edge. Yes. LA hangover is for real. When you wake real. up, when you wake real. up and you're hungover in LA, well, get ready for traffic and heat <laughs> and I don't know, crime. Everything. Yeah. They made the song, Brand Van 3000, Drinking also, in LA. Also, it's like the only place where you can win the Super Bowl and still no one gives a fuck about you in your own hometown. You know what I mean? <laughs> like Van Jefferson in Green Bay would be able to not, he wouldn't have to buy a beer for five years. Okay. Just by being the third receiver on a Super Bowl winning team in Green Bay or the, or Buffalo or something like that. The guy could walk down the street with a sign that says, I'm Van Jefferson a day after the Super Bowl. No one give a fuck. So be like, yo, man, it's, it's Van Morrison, bro. Yeah. Whatever, whatever, bro. Good for you, man. That's fake ring. Um, look, they, they're missing Vaughn Miller and I, and we got him over in Buffalo and he made a difference on Sunday, man. He That's did. big sack on Lamar, just pressure veteran presence on that D line. And so the Rams, you know, everyone made fun of the bills for overpaying them. I'm loving this money. Well spent right now on Vaughn Miller. Absolutely. And the Rams are regretting not maybe putting up for him because they're not getting any pressure on quarterback. Anyway, enough about the Rams, but yeah. Okay. New OBJ new to get out of town. He's hurt. I think he's not even, I wouldn't think he's, I think he's going to sign there again. I think these guys are all onto something. You only play half the games, get the full check. doesn't matter. It's called load management. They're they're all friends with NBA players. Okay. (laughs) Uh, All right. On to the picks on the next week. Here we go. The best place uh, to bet all these spreads. Definitely bet openly. Go to betopenly.com or bet.openly on TikTok or Instagram. It's 1% juice. It's basically a Craigslist of bets from everybody. The, everyone who uses bet openly. You could be the bank for dumb parlays. Anything you see on the list, if you don't think it's going to win, just be the bank. People get greedy. You can make your own odds too. 1% juice. Win more, lose less. It's honestly awesome. Bet openly. Coming down to Florida to see you in a week and a half, Gino. Talk to you soon, buddy. All right. Kitty Obi Trice. Here we go. You.
three, two, and one last week. Nine, 14, and one for the season. Worst start of my career here at Look Who's Talking, but we made a lot of fucking money on the weekend, live betting the bills and our super ticket and a whole bunch more. It was a good weekend here in Hughville. Uh, <laughs> so follow along on Instagram and, use, and uh, now I'm all moved in. We'll be doing a lot more prop videos and stuff like that. Finally settled in. I'm a nomad. It's nice to be home. Here we go. Gold pick. We're taking the Cincinnati Bengals plus three on Sunday night football going into Baltimore. Interesting story with these two teams. I like to bet narratives a little more than, you know, uh, some of the stats. Definitely the number two. Three's a nice number for the team I think is going to win. I got the Cincinnati Bengals on my chart. This is a 0.5. Okay, I'm getting an extra two and a half points. Cincinnati coming off a really nice win last week against Miami. At home, white Bengal outfits. They've kind of, they had their early Super Bowl hangover, and now they're on their way back up. Ravens, two uh, double-digit leads blown at home in a row. What do you do when you're, when you're looking in the mirror right now as that Ravens defense? I don't know. All right? Also, division teams play Lamar better. They, they practice. They know Lamar's running skills. They understand it. Lamar does a lot better. Uh, just like Michael Vick used to do back in the, back in the day against non-division teams because they're not used to it. They're not used to the speed the Bengals are. They smoked them last year, and uh, they're healthy. So I'm gonna take the Bengals. I like. I think they got the, they got their offense figured out. Uh, T. Higgins is healthy, looking good. Jamar Chase, so on and so forth. I think the Bengals are gonna win this game. I think the Ravens are coming off their two worst losses with healthy teams and you know multiple years for this Ravens squad and I think it's just tough to bounce back uh, with the Bengal with the division champs coming to town so good luck Sunday Night Football we're all going to watch I think Joe and the boys get it done alright plus three for the Bengals I'm taking my gold pick team from last week and my survivor team from last week still not getting enough respect I'm taking the Los Angeles Chargers rib cartilage injury and all it's Justin Herbert versus Jacoby Brissett in Cleveland. Sure. It's October. It's not December yet. I'll take the Los Angeles Chargers minus three uh, on the road facing the Cleveland Browns. They lost a heartbreaker to Atlanta. They're two and two. And suddenly the honeymoon with Jacoby Brissett is over. Look, he's still playing great. Still playing good football. But the Chargers, they let the Texans kind of come back. Weird game. But... They've kind of found their groove on offense. Throwing the ball to Austin Eckler works. So even uh, even with Keenan Allen out, possibly again, I'll take the Chargers minus three. All right. Thursday night football has made my bronze pick. I'm taking the Colts plus three and a half against the Denver Broncos. I've been picking against them all season. I will continue to. The Broncos just lost their best weapon. All right. Their number one running back, uh, Murray. Yeah, down out for the season. LCL, ACL, torn. And he was their best part of a sputtering offense for the Broncos. All right, the Colts, look, the whole world's down on them, and it's easy to me. Okay, it's just a good time to buy stock in the Colts. They're not that bad on my chart. This is a pick em game between two kind of average teams in the NFL. I don't know where uh, the Broncos are getting the extra point and a half, but I'll take uh, the Colts and this offensive line that's better at running the ball than it has shown. Have a great week of practice running the ball versus a team that's going to have some struggles running the ball. I'll take the Indianapolis Colts to get back on track with an outright win. And I will love the three and a half on Thursday Night Football. Plus three and a half for the Colts. Bronze pick. 
All right. Three straight dogs here. To close it out, we're taking the Seattle Seahawks, not the worst team in the NFL, weird Mike, uh, plus five and a half. All right, if you look at the PFF grades for football, Geno Smith's apparently one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Now, that's where stats go a little crazy, but he's playing some efficient ball, and he can sling it just like he did at West Virginia. All right, let's say he's taking the Super Bowl, but if Andy Dalton is starting this game for the Saints again, the five and a half is a gift, okay? Andy Dalton, uh, I'll take Geno Smith over Andy Dalton right now. And uh, the Seahawks team versus the New Orleans team. Sure, New Orleans, a little bit better squad, especially on defense. But if Andy Dalton is the head of your offense, especially if Kamara's out. So I'm banking on some of these injuries to stay injured. But even if they don't, if I got a 70% Jameis Winston going up against this Seahawks team, sure. You get. It sounds like Vegas is trying to screw three points out of me just because the game's at the Superdome. This Saints, these Pope whistleblowers, Mike, they're not going to be that loud for this Saints team, especially if Andy Farvin Dalton is their quarterback. So we'll see about the injuries, but regardless, I'll take the plus five and a half, hoping that some of the Saints players can't play. All right, I'm taking the numbers just too big. The number's just too big, Mike, before you yell at me, okay? I'm taking the Pittsburgh Steelers plus 14 versus the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, Go I know it's it. Kenny Pickett, okay? But he's athletic. And that athleticism is what Mitch Trubisky couldn't do on third down. And that's what the Bills tend to struggle with when they have a mobile quarterback who can run for those third down plays. Mahomes did it. Lamar's done it. Kyler Murray's done it. when He beat the Bills on that Hail Mary. Running quarterbacks that can run for third down, uh, that's gonna that's just tough to that that makes the spread tough to cover. Bills are winning this game. Leslie Frazier and that defense is gonna throw up a storm for Kenny Pickett, but keep in mind they're still missing a bunch of their guys in the secondary, no hide. And the Steelers are just a good, well-coached team. Bills win by 10, but the spread was never there. Plus 14 for the Steelers, I'll take it. Uh, on my chart, this is 10. So, so I'm getting four extra points. All right, and my last one, the Zach Wilson Mill Puncher Special, New York City. I'm taking the New York Jets plus three and a half versus Teddy Bridgewater's Miami Dolphins. Again, it's backup quarterback time. Okay, Vegas doesn't really know how to judge these good teams with bad quarterbacks. Or sorry, with backup quarterbacks. So, my last two picks here in a row, or sorry, two of my last four here in a row, uh, the Saints with Andy Dalton and the Miami Dolphins with Teddy Bridgewater. He's got a weak arm. It's New York October wind, and Zach Wilson can sling it. The Jets are believing in themselves. That was a big win for them in Pittsburgh. All right? They're 2-2, two and two, and this team hasn't had hope in 10 years, but they're 2-2. Two and two. So you're allowed to have hope at 2-2, two and two, and they got their starting quarterback back. So uh, they've been playing some decent ball. And uh, coming off a big win up against Teddy Bridgewater, uh, plus three and a half. I'll take it. Tough, tight AFC East matchup. And uh, I'll take the Jets plus three and a half. I think they win the game outright against Teddy Bridgewater. Those are you picks. That was Obi Trice. You! How about that? You, um, yeah. What was your record again? Three, two, and one? Three, two, and one last week. The Bills I got as a push at minus three. The number did fluctuate down to two and a half, but on the podcast, I got three. My favorite pick of yours is Silver, LAC, and Honeymoon with Brissette over. Yeah. It's okay. It was lasted a week longer than it should have. No big deal. Classic Cleveland. Yep. 
Now they'll sputter till they're one game under 500 till Deshaun's back. Everything's okay. I don't even think anybody's really mad at it. No, it's just kind of happening. You know, bogey. No golf. one knows, no one knows what to think of Cleveland right now. You know, bogey golf. Yep. Birdied the first, but still playing bogey golf, folks. Bogey golf. Um, worst pick gotta be Colts. Taylor's out. Isn't Jonathan Taylor out? He's out. They're saying two, three weeks. He de- I don't think he's definitely not going to play on a short week. Yep, that's okay. I'll take I'll take Naheem Hines. Naheem Hines. Naheem Hines. Short week. Elevation. It's not like that's Den- right, right. Denver's got real issues, man. Melvin Gordon. Yeah, De- Denver's oh got real God. issues. They, they got a. I just don't like it. It's not, it's not a Denver play. It's just an anti-Colts play. Like, they know they're toast. Like, they hung their hat on Taylor. Sure, Naheem Hines is good. But he's only gone for when two, he's three getting weeks. screens. So, yeah. So if you can, get a, if you can get, a, get a couple of these wins. Look, this whole Chargers, GM, coach, everything rides on this season. All right? If, you, if they have a donut of a season this year, the whole thing gets blown up. Whole thing. So you got max focus. Whereas the Broncos, they just signed Russ to six years. Hackett, it's got a four or five year contract. Walmart just bought the team. Like what you're in the toughest division in football. Sure. Everyone's gonna understand if you kind of have a shit year and like let's get back on track next year. Interesting. I think the Colts desperation is more real. Okay. Okay, you unsold me. It's my I changed off my worst pick. Okay. Um, I don't think Baltimore is going to lose their first three at home. Just like I don't think Tampa is going to lose their first three at home. I think that's got push. I think you got a second push on your hand, Jeff. And we got a three point Ravens win on Sunday night. Classic. Uh, definitely worth the money line. If you, if you, those of you who like Cincy, that's, that's tasty, but got an extra three days to prepare for it. They just went to war with Buffalo and lost that war. Yeah. They got like just, just the, the mini buy mixed with the confidence of like, yo, we went into Baltimore last year and put up 45 and smoked these guys. Like they're not scared and okay. they shouldn't be. And I don't think the Ravens are thinking like they should be scared of us. Like, no, we get beat in the fourth quarter. Like, this is the, it's hard to come back against the Ravens because of Lamar and their running game. They put up these 10 minute drives. It's like Kyle Shanahan does it too. And that's why the Niners and Ravens are good at winning football games because it's hard to come back against them. But now it's apparently not hard to come back against them. I like, so. um, I changed my worst pick is the Steelers. Steelers. Plus 14. Yeah. Alt line, defensive score alert in Orchard Park. Get your touchdown dances ready. They don't take these for granted. And, you know, that was. Really good for the Bills, man. Finally, a tough road win by one possession. It was super weird the way they did it, but it's done. They did it. They know they can do it. And now uh, handle your biz at home. I'm I'm smelling a knockout blow, much like Tennessee. Kind of of hanging around. Kenny might have a moment. Georgie Boy might have a moment. A couple terrible towels. God bless them. Roaming the country. Throw in a little Mitch Trubisky, you know, he was in Buffalo last oh, year. Yeah. Could help out a little bit. Poor timing, man. I, I thought it was the right thing. I thought about it is the worst thing. 
Mitch should have been coming after Tampa or their bye. Now, anyway, uh, hate it. Hate it. Bills. Okay. Go Bills. Love the, the NFL, Bills. In the Love NFL, Orchard Park. Generally, if you Love any it. spread that you can that you can find that's over 13 and a half, it's something Correct. like 66% that the underdog usually hits. But yeah. it's situational, that's for sure. It's 66%. Bills minus 27. You heard it here first. I'm, I'm due. Right. The, the Packers one was the exact opposite. This one's going to hit. Okay. We'll All see. Right. Hey, I'm a Bills fan, but this is an AFC institutional rivalry. These games are pretty tight, regardless of everything. <clears throat> Gambling Donut on deck. One Excited. and one. Big smash. Casey, Tommy Boy, divorced. Hands up. You name it. I hit it. Um, definitely missing. Bet three six five and their auto cash on seventeen points. We'll be going back. I bet on MG- MGM currently, everybody, and nothing safe. Chiefs up twenty one and a half. I'm sweating. I'm I'm pacing around Centennial. It's Sunday night at ten fifteen. Can a guy take a fucking breath after a great bet? I will be going back to three six five auto cash on seventeen points, which now we know is like the NBA's twenty. It's nothing. That's 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 early cash without the guilt, folks. It's pretty cool. Um, smash, Dallas, Dallas, plus four and a half at the Rams. Guess what it is? It's at Dallas takeover. L.A. It's their time. They're the hot team. L.A. Despite their Super Bowl, Jeff, like you said, are yesterday's news officially. Okay. They were yesterday's news the day after. <laughs> Correct. Compound that with a Monday night loss to a rival. They might win this game by three or four. They are not covering. Dallas got the best defense in the country. I don't see in the country, in the league. Sorry, I was talking college. I didn't see nothing from that Rams offense. And in six days, they played Dallas, which is a very similar offense to what San Fran is doing. That place is going to be overrun with that big old star. Let me tell you, at SoFi. They got that game circled. They do training camp in LA. They, Jerry's got roots all over. They got the whole Latino scene up in SoFi. That is classic Charger. Head out to Stockton and Bakersfield, man. Painshaw was telling me these guys fucking bleed cowboys. Like, die hard. Like, anyway. They'll be there. They're hot. Cooper Rush. Jerry wanted 10 and 1. Motherfucker might get it. Motherfucker might get it. <laughs> and if they happen to steal this one, they're on their way. And Whatever. so is Cooper. Even, and Cooper Rush is on his way. Yeah. Even, even seven and three is 10 and 1 in Jerry's world, by the way. Yep. Just, just so you know. Yep. Cooper Rush goes seven and three. He's 10 and 1 in Jerry's mind. Yep. So I'm taking it. Not as big as KC last week, but. Tasty, tasty smash Dallas Cowboys almost never take got to be my least taken team. I was going to say you don't take the Cowboys too much ever. Yeah. Nothing with against not because they screw me. Just it's just total indifference. But time is now, man. Uh, sprinkle against the six pick, Jeff. I like Teddy two glove and fins up. My original former favorite team, the Miami Dolphins. 
Dan Marino, Ace Ventura, heavily influencing this decision as a young child. Regardless, 10 days of hate thrust upon the Miami organization. You did this wrong. You did that wrong. Guess what? The cheetah says he could put up numbers with everybody, including the reporter who asked the question. And I believe him. They brought in Teddy for a reason. He is Tua. Height, frame, doesn't matter. The fact that he wears two gloves in, November, in October in New York, going to help him. Really weird, by the way, that he does that. Minus three and a half. I watched the Pittsburgh game because it was dragging on. They only won it, the Jets, because Pickett threw it away. That you're right, they're onto something. But this is a get back for Miami, a circled game. I like the over two. It's going to make my super ticket. I'm going to make one. Your truth of the week inspired me. I'll be throwing the over on that as well. But minus three and a half Miami Dolphins, 10 days of hate erupts on Broadway with a late pull away Tyreek Hill piece up four to go up 11. Second last possession of the game. Four, three, and one on the season. Gambling donut. Smashing, Cowboys, sprinkling, Dolphins, pick six. Both of them will make it. Survivor, Buffalo Bills, 98.743%. All right. I, uh, I, I do like the Cowboys. I like that number. You're getting, you know, four, that, that's just nice. And I feel it's a tight four and game, a half, right? Yeah, four and a half. I don't I don't like Teddy Bridgewater on the road as a favorite versus basically anybody. We've talked about this before. The guy's a fantastic underdog, a horrible favorite, especially on the road in New York. Uh, either way, we'll see. Teddy used to play there. He's played a bunch of places and then the, all those places let him go because he's not that good. Uh, <laughs> we'll see. We will see. Okay, as okay. If, as if our light, crossfire game is Jets, sprinkle. Dolphins. <laughs> light sprinkle. Light sprinkle on Teddy Two Gloves. All right. I'll increase the smash on the Dallas game. All right. Uh, a little summary of our futures just at the uh, the quarter pole here. Uh, my four win totals that I gave you were Seattle over five and a half wins. They got two. I gave you the Steelers over eight and a half wins. They got one. Owie. Gave the Giants over seven wins. They have three. They are three and one. Woo! And the Kansas City Chiefs over ten and a half wins. That was the gold pick leading into the season. And they are three and one and looking all about getting 11 wins. Huck Daddy's Titans 2 and 0. Oh, since he said, since the words on this show were said, Forza Titanic. Forza Titanic. Were you drunk over there? Just checking your scores, just looking at people, being like, Forza Titani, nice white suit, bro." So the you- games start at like, I I don't even know what time. Like one of the one of the I think the Sunday night game started it's at late. It's late. on Monday. Yeah, that makes like sense. That. I feel like I feel like you're six hours. Six hours. That's six hours to England. He's in Greece and Italy, isn't it? Like it was- more. It was five, five, ten. Right? It was seven or eight in Greece. Yeah, that makes sense. Wow. Yeah. Greece. Yes, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Greece was an hour ahead of Italy. Yep. Yo, no shit. My sister, my sister, Laura, shout out Laura Hewlett. Uh, she lives in London, England, but she did a semester abroad in Greece when she was in the grade 11, grade 10. 
And it was the year, and she was in Mykonos for like a month or two. Uh, either way, uh, it was the year that Greece randomly, as a huge underdog, beat Portugal in the Euro Cup. My sister was there for it in that oh. spring. People the firing fucking guns on off the tops of every rooftop. She said it was one of the crazier things she's ever ever seen, and one of the like funnest sort of two day parties that just happened. She's in Mykonos when Greece won the Euro Cup over Ronaldo's Portugal. Portugal, Portugal's, whatever they're called. Oh. World Cup coming. We're talking a little bit of other football. Yeah, Soon Canada's the in world, it. The world will be anyway. Canada's in it. It's in Qatar. Does it start in November? It does. November, late November. Football, World Cup. NFL football every week here with Look Who's Talking, Instagram, me, Hugh, Huck. Woo! I'm not sure if we fucking talked about this, but there was literally a plan. They, they literally called it, the, the New York Times called it the Mr. Burns plan, where instead of the World Cup starting in November, they would start it during the summer at its normal time, and Qatar was going to construct a gigantic lollipop-shaped thing on a track that would block the sun out during the World Cup during the day in the main city. Yeah, that's right. And then they decided against that because apparently we're not in a fucking cartoon and you can't just build something to block the sun out. Might have been a little expensive. But they were there was literally a plan it they discussed was, and, instead and of just they, moving it to November. And they scrapped it and as a result had to build different stadium requisitions to accommodate and thousands of workers died in the construction of this on the plan B to the sun. Thousands. I hate to end on a death note here, folks, but that's real. And so was the Mr. Burns plan. And anyway, uh, there's going to be mass amounts of protests in Qatar. Yeah. It's, it's the least traveled to destination. They're desperate to get rid of seats. Not know. only because Europe is under blaze and fire, and you saw the forest fires in a lot of that part of the world where Hawk is. Yet the war, the queen's dead, the pound is sinking. A lot of these traditional places that go and support aren't going to go to this. Anyway. Shout out to all the Qatari workers and their families uh, uh, who helped put the World Cup together. I don't think it's a place that like this isn't like Canada. You want to protest something? They'll fucking let you protest for a while. All right. See if it catches on in Qatar. I don't think the Qataris are allowed to protest anything. Uh, I don't think it's a big like, hey, we're not happy. You know what? You shut up. All right. We'll stone you in the back alley. Um, also, they ended up building a monorail instead. Yeah. <laughs> monorail. Field monorail, monorail, monorail. All right, man. That's all. Uh, that's all for me. My survivor pick uh, is about ninety percent. I have been as we get close to kickoff time. I'm always looking to uh, possibly change that pick. But right now, I'm severely leading on Minnesota. Oh, at home versus the Bears. I don't believe in the Bears' offense yet. I like Justin Fields, just not their offense, and uh, their defense is going to have problems. Skull Nation, but we'll see. There's a lot of dicey survivor picks left. Good luck, everybody. Shout out to our sponsor, Betstamp. If you want to, for all the super ticket things I'm talking about, all the best props, 
Download the BetStamp app. Use the reference code HughesTalking, all capital letters, one word, H-U-S-Talking. And uh, you can shop around for the best odds. Uh, get all the bonuses. They'll kind of tell you how to get the best bonuses from each sports book. So it's just a really smart app to use. Also gives you great market analysis upon any pick that you want through all the sports books. Download the BetStamp app. Pretty awesome. Shout out Joe Meaford winning our Storyteller Logger first ever touchdown survivor contest. And as we launch into another one, not this week, but next week, I'll give some more detail and I'll uh, try to figure out a way to do an officefootballpool.com. I think there is a way. It's uh, it's complicated, but shout out to everyone playing all of our contests and uh, shout out Space Monkey last week. Great working with you guys. And thanks a lot to my buddy Ian Starkman. Uh, shout out Mississauga Rebels Hockey. How you doing? Anything from Shut the Huck Up? Or is that Titiane? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks a lot, folks. Download, share the episode, and uh, keep that growth going. Look who's talking grows as far as our look who's talkers grow it. So just like Nick Sirianni's Eagles, let's put some water and soil, and then and just everything will just grow together. Eagles, <laughs> 4-0. Quack, quack, quack. All right. Uh, see you guys later. Thanks a lot. Bye. Jump rock, jump with the thugs and jump back. Two pound of weed in a van back. It in a your unbag. Your knapsack, it in a your backpack. The smell of the your girlfriend contact. Some boy not know this. Them only come around like tourists on the beach with a few club sodas. Bedtime stories. And pose like them named Chuck Norris. And don't know the real hard quarker sandals and no buck too. The thugs, them we do where them got to. And won't think twice to shot too. Don't make them spot too. Unless you carry guns a lot too. A beer tough thing come at you. When trench town man stop laugh and block off traffic. Then them we learn pop off and them start dropping. With the pin file long and it a beat rapid Police come in a jeep and them cast a pit Some say them a playboy, a playboy rabbit Get chopped like a bad habit <laughs>